0: I'm Darren Garrahy and you're listening to The Laughs of Your Life, the podcast where I talk to influential people about laughter, from their first memories of laughter to being laughed at to the people they always laugh with.
1: It's your dad. <laughs> is it? Is it
0: really? It would
1: be, yeah. I know your dad very well, yeah. Eugene Garrahy, a uh, great friend of mine, and you know we always have a laugh together.
0: Broadcasting legend Ian Dempsey is my guest this week. He reminisces on having beers with Bruce Springsteen and saying farewell to his good friend, Tony Fenton. I hope you enjoy. Ian Dempsey, you're very welcome.
1: Thank you very much, Darren. Nice to be here.
0: Um, We'll start at the beginning. Nice place you got here, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) Look
1: at it. It's very central. We might
0: hear an ambulance every now and then, but look.
1: That's it. Makes it's, it real. It's not panic and it's not n- no. nothing to do with any one of us. Exactly. Actually.
0: Well, we'll see. <laughs> um, your first memory of laughter.
1: My first memory of laughter. Uh, I saw a lovely photograph actually at home the other day of me at the age of three uh, in Dublin Zoo. When Back in the day in Dublin Zoo, you were able to actually mix with the animals. And there was a thing called the chimpanzees tea party. Oh wow! And uh, there's a photograph of me in my little short white trousers, my little cap, my little sun cap. Uh, and uh, th- I, that's a kind of memory I have of having great fun. And so I presume there was a lot of laughter going on at the same time.
0: And who would you have been with?
1: I would have with me, mommy, and me, daddy, and my big brother, and my big sister, and my little sister wasn't alive at that stage, Ashling. <laughs> um, so, uh, but uh, it was it was lovely, and I mean, it literally was a table that people used to sit down on, and uh, there was uh, a few chimpanzees came around. I'm sure it's very cruel and I'm sure I'm sure lots God. of lots of uh, animal activists will be saying that's ridiculous but anyway you used to be able to do that in Dublin Zoo you weren't eating
0: the them like you know no, I
1: know you were having tea with them and you were <laughs> having a bit of fun with them and uh, but maybe it wasn't even safe You know
0: It definitely wouldn't be allowed These days I reckon No I
1: don't think so But anyway That that would be my First memory of laughter I also remember Going to the pantomime Oh yeah You know in Dublin And uh, the gaiety Wasn't that the one Where I think Maureen Potter was the gaiety Or maybe she was the No Jack Cruz Was the Olympia theatre And Maureen Potter Was the gaiety theatre And she used to End all the pantos Everybody used to Wait for it They'd say If you enjoyed the show Tell all your friends If you didn't (laughs) like it Keep your breath To kill your porridge (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I and everybody that. would laugh and sing and say it along with her and everything uh, legendary stuff it's a long long time ago
0: so you would have been what maybe five or six then about that yeah around the time you recorded your first radio yeah. show
1: yes exactly <laughs> yes well you're right actually my first well not so real radio show
0: i was doing my bit of research as you do yeah and it did strike me as interesting that i had kind of facts on you from when you were six no one else really, you know what I mean? It's kind of, yeah. everyone else you look into, you know, say someone else. Well, I've just given
1: you a fact of when I was three, three there as well. Yeah, well, there you it. go. We're going Hopefully back the next for hopefully
0: <laughs> guest can beat that. They're like, well, I remember coming out of the womb. But, um, <laughs> so, it, yeah, I, it was. But it was on the mad. Pantos, actually. Oh, yeah, sorry, go on. You.
1: Just know, on the Pantos, I remember they used to always have these dancer guys, and they were like Russian. Uh, dancers who'd be i I don't know what the russian dance is but it's kind of you you kind of squat down a lot a lot of people do it in the gym these days but they used to do it as an actual dance so you'd be walking along dame street or south king street when you come out of the up and everybody (laughs) was doing this you know there weren't as many cars around in those days so it was probably (laughs) safe enough you know
0: and did you know back then where you did you have an inkling Mm. that first time you recorded that first radio show when you were six i actually saw Online there, as I was doing my research, I'm really mm-hmm. bigging myself up and all the research I've done. But from your um, "This Is Your Life," you heard the clip from. That's right,
1: Jonathan O'Shea yeah, sent your it neighbor. over. Yeah, that was amazing.
0: amazing. How did he get that?
1: He, well, his see, his dad had this big reel-to-reel tape recorder, and we used to go to his house, and the dad used to turn it on, and then he'd leave the room, and we'd just play away for the day. So pretending we used to listen to bbc and we'd pretend we were the bbc djs and uh we would uh kind of do our bits and pieces so there's, there's probably hours of this stuff in fact he sent it over to me uh, and i have it on it's on something some format i can't play anymore cd or something isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: right yes i remember that cd no, rom the,
1: the cds yeah <laughs> and because um, i got rid of all my cds there about three years ago and uh, every now and again you're kind of saying where can I play this And you can't play it anywhere And there's no CDs In cars anymore Or anything It's, it's ridiculous Did you
0: actually get rid of them
1: I did I got rid of them all But I, I went through them all I had all these old suitcases We didn't need anymore right. And I just put them beside My 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 computer And I took Every single CD out, put them into the, Put one, them in One by one This took me days Over Christmas About two Two and a half years ago yeah. And I took all the songs I wanted to keep And put them on I kind of digitised them Right Whatever you do You know <laughs> Uh, and uh, and uh, so they're on that now, and then I just threw them into the thing, and then I went around to all the um, the charity shops, and uh. I you go into kind of Oxfam or something to say I have some CDs there. Going, like, oh, thank you very much, that's great. And then um, I'd I'd arrive in with a suitcase full of them and say, oh, thanks, that's great, and this is more in the car now. here's <laughs> another four, and towards no. about the fourth or fifth, they're saying, we've enough now, you know. To be honest <laughs> with you, and I remember some guy tweeted me and said. Um, he said, "I see. <laughs> Excuse, me. <laughs> Excuse
0: me. You're loving your album Excuse You're yeah going.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I see. I see. You you managed to uh, get rid of that Gary Glitter album, you know? Because <laughs> I just." <laughs> it's really, I had that. And you know the way Gary Glitter doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so I actually gave that away. So somebody, I don't know whether they bought it or whatever. But, uh,
0: how many CDs would you say? The things that
1: make you laugh, eh? Um, look at look at That's
0: what we're here to talk about. Um, how many CDs would you say you had down through the um,
1: years? Oh, I'd say I had like 10,000 at least, I mean, you used to just get them sent in all the time. Your your post box would just be full of CDs, yeah. Uh, and it was one of those can't see the forest for the trees, so you never actually got to really kind of pick out decent stuff because there was so much, so much to go through. Yes, and uh, I wouldn't be that disciplined, you know yourself. This
0: might be uh, controversial, yeah. But I did read that when you left,
1: or to yes, yes. Oh, you know what's coming. Yes, what? I, I kept some of the CDs They you know? kept some of them. They kept my CDs. Yeah, yeah well, that's okay. But then uh, Deirdre, uh, who I used to work with, Deirdre McGee, who I used to work with, she arrived out to my house yeah. with boxes full of Stop. CDs. Uh, and uh, so she brought them all back out to me, so it was fine. Okay. But I did keep one or two of theirs, which I still have. Right. I've got about four RTE oh library ones. Oh, but
0: you heard it here so, first. Yeah.
1: I got a phone call from <laughs> RTE today, actually, uh, and I thought they were looking for them back. But they <laughs> <I love it. laughs> you And weren't. did
0: Deirdre bring them out in the dead of night, or was it? It was, it was <laughs> a
1: nighttime, yeah. <laughs> Under cover of the night.
0: <laughs> okay, back to our laughter. Mm. So, in the first time, I don't think, I can't imagine anyone wanting to laugh at you. But the first time you felt laughed at. Can you remember that?
1: I can. When was now, you see, you did brief me about this. So yeah. You told me some of the questions I did, you were going to yeah. ask. So I, I was trying to think and I was, you know, and it's actually quite a difficult, difficult thing to do, but yeah. it's, it's probably worth doing. Yeah. I remember when I was in my teen years, um, I, uh, this guy across the road, uh, I, won't, I won't say his name, mm. he started saying with his friends and they used to have a great laugh out of it, Ian loves yogurt right right okay <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I mean, yeah. now even you're laughing at me <laughs> it could be so
0: much worse <laughs> no
1: it, it could be exactly <laughs> but i remember getting very sensitive about this and say why are they doing this why are they saying that and laughing yeah. and to be honest with you i think in the end it was that i had kind of blonde hair and i used to probably wear bright clothes and i probably looked a bit sort of swedish at the time okay maybe. and they probably thought that i'm into that kind of Lifestyle of whatever, and that's all they were doing. Yeah. But it it was quite hurtful. Okay. I, I I remember be, you know kind of thinking about it and saying, why are they saying this about me?
0: It is. It's more. Yeah. I think it's more <laughs> yeah. the confusion. Yeah. It's like I don't it's, get it. Yeah. You don't. You didn't feel in on the joke.
1: Exactly. Well, that's it. I think when you're left out of something, that's that's yeah. what it is. Uh, and and it was. Uh, you're absolutely right. It wasn't the worst at all. They could have called <laughs> me a lot of things, uh, but at least yeah, you know, and, and at least they were calling calling that to my face. Exactly. Said, well, as you know. So it wasn't as as if it was all, they but it didn't, were just it whispering s- to each other and exactly. then laughing, you know. Uh, at least I knew that it was about yogurt. I didn't even particularly like yogurt, to be Ma- honest with you, you.
0: Maybe there was an ad on TV at the time. Maybe that there, was, there
1: was. There was something like that. You know, like yeah. the, um, yeah.
0: the, you know, that cheese. What's that cheese called again? The kind of, it's like really processed. Um, oh. Remember the little cheese? Oh, my God. She was a little girl. She had blonde, curly hair was Cal- oh, Cal- a Calvita. No,
1: no, no. Oh, yeah, no, they want to ones
0: from You're one thinking of Bell- Cal- Vita, the No, the there is
1: one called Calvita. Is it? Yes, check it out. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you it. But maybe, there was a little picture of a little, it was blue. Yes. And there was a little picture of a girl, a girl. smiling, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I used
0: to say, because I used to love that cheese, so I used to yeah. ask my mum and dad, uh, can I have the little girl cheese? Yeah. The, ah, cause, yeah, because I associate it. So maybe you yeah. look like maybe a yogurt like boy in maybe an ad. I,
1: yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just remember that being, you know hurtful no i wouldn't say devastatingly hurtful but, no, but it but, is you know but it is when it was, you're
0: that age. what age would you have been
1: i would have been probably about 14 i would have been sort okay. of thinking okay yeah, so you're i'm paro, you're, cool you're, here you know yeah, yeah but uh, and then something kind of stops you in your tracks and you say why are they saying that does that mean that i'm not as cool as okay. i think i am I you get know you.
0: and did you get to a point where you did feel cool or were no you i just
1: th- i just completely uh left that particular group right. and moved on
0: in, into Belvedere
1: yeah exactly and uh, I never spoke to them again
0: and what was it like <laughs> <laughs>
1: never looked at them yeah
0: um, what was school like for you then
1: school uh, I actually enjoyed school yeah I was in Belvedere College yeah. uh, with the Jesuits yeah. at my Dei Glorium Pervius Rectus
0: you got your prefect badge but not during school I did yeah. yes how did you hear about this
1: my research your research, my God, it's fantastic. <laughs> yes, the prefect bra- badge uh, is something that my mother always thought that I should, I deserved to get. But anyway, my mother thinks I should have been in the Olympic Games right. as well. She <laughs> also thinks I should have been presenting the Late Late Show <laughs> and doing the news and the weather and that I'm just fantastic, which is great. Um, and it's good to have a mother like that, isn't of it? Of course you know, it is.
0: My yeah. mom is the same.
1: Yeah, well, well, she's right, though. She, uh, yeah. any,
0: anything I've ever gone for, any job, yeah. she's, I come out and, and tell her how it went. And even if it went terribly, yeah. she'd be like, they're an, There is no one Better Than you for that And if it's for you It won't pass you
1: It's unthinkable (laughs) But um what were we talking about?
0: About uh, school. Oh,
1: school. Oh, yeah, Belvedere College. And uh, so uh, I was doing a, an event for them about two years ago, uh, and I mentioned that I hadn't got a prefect badge. And the headmaster actually went off, and he went obviously to some safe, some yeah. cabinet, and he came back and he presented me with the prefect. And it's a real prefect ah. badge at the end. And he also gave me one. My keys are over there. And he gave me one for my a key ring, which is also a prefect badge, I love which it. I have. Yeah. Uh,
0: I feel so, like if that happened to me, I would have been too proud. Though I'd be like, "It's too little, too late."
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, want no, it. No, yeah. <laughs> but um, I know I, I enjoyed school yeah. and uh, I had a good laugh at school.
0: They're a big rugby school. Were you? No, did you? Were you in? No, that?
1: no, I went no. up up where you near where you live or lived. Well, live, I suppose. And uh, the Navan Road, they yeah. used to have uh, they used to have some uh, pitches up there. Yes, and I remember going up there once. Uh, for my first game of rugby and there was a kind of an initiation ceremony where the lads all put my face into mud and all no. this kind of stuff and I remember coming home to the aforementioned mother of mine and saying that's not really for me no. That's no that's not, my, that's not my seed and she <laughs> says you don't worry you'll never have to do that again <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're going to be a star. <laughs> um, so we, yeah, we've been through the first time you felt laughed at. Did you feel laughed at that day when you, when your face was in the mud? No, uh, you were no, all right. No no, no, all right. All right.
1: Yeah, no, no, I was all yeah. No, I didn't right. feel laughed at as such. Well, I suppose they were all pointing at me and laughing. <laughs> but I, I, I kind of felt that that was a kind of a some sort of a passage, I suppose. Right. You know, and I mean it's something that you have to do. But that it wasn't. I, I wasn't any good at bloody rugby anyway. So yeah. um, you know, um, you didn't want it. No, although. Donico Callan did say in radio terms, I am the Brian O'Driscoll. He said that to me live on the radio one day. Who am I to argue (laughs) with a legend? (laughs) I'll take it. Uh,
0: The moment when, Ian, if you didn't laugh, you'd have cried. This is heavy. This is heavy, It it is, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) If you didn't laugh, you'd have cried.
0: Yeah, you could take that anyway.
1: Okay, this is quite a a serious one. I I had a very good friend of mine, who you probably know, Mm -hmm. Tony Fenton. Yes. And Tony passed away for about three four years ago mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he was a fantastic friend of mine and we kind of grew up together and uh, I remember being uh, like we, we went in obviously to visit him in hospital and all that kind of stuff and then we got the sad news and then the uh, you know the whole radio station to be fair they, they put on a great tribute to him and several tributes and the listeners were fantastic mm-hmm. uh, but I remember the uh, we, we went to the, the church obviously that was in Donnybrook then we went over to Glasnevin and and he was buried over in Glasnevin mm-hmm. And it was all very sombre And then Mairead Ronan And her sister Simone uh, And Jer, my wife And myself Went over to Balls Bridge to, There was a kind of a, a, a function uh, That Robbie Fox actually Was putting on for for uh, to, All Tony's friends or whatever Over in Balls Bridge uh, Opposite the RDS And uh, in the car Between going from Glasnevin Over to Balls Bridge We were as giddy as whatever and we were laughing and it was like as if it was a kind of a, a bit of an escape yeah. from the whole thing and I mean I kind of I, I can understand why we were doing it and it was real giddy stuff and kind of slagging everything and obviously yeah. not a, anything to do with Tony itself, but no, we were just course. it was kind of a, a release of some description
0: those moments have to happen yeah. I think
1: yeah and then and then when we went into back into balls bridge then into the restaurant and had a few glasses of wine it was more back to sombers sombersville again but you uh, need
0: those breaks yeah
1: absolutely and uh, you do and i mean tony would be looking down if you believe that people look down and he'd be saying you go guys that's that's what it's all about because it's
0: easy to forget that because in the midst of the absolute you know sadness for everyone you forget actually you know what it's all about it's a celebration of someone's life absolutely and he, yeah, yeah, yeah he would have wanted you guys to oh, have oh yeah crack.
1: definitely and he would have been saying drive it like you stole it to Marade. <laughs> she was driving us over <laughs> she
0: drove it like she stole it and dancing with the stars she shirts. did oh, very God. much so yes she, yeah, was, brilliant. she was
1: great and uh, i mean it has to be said um that that's i don't know much about dancing yeah i don't know much about anything really but uh, i don't know much about dancing and uh, the uh that's that whole waltz thing that that is it looks easier than it actually is Tough going And it's also very spotable Any mistakes yes. Whereas some of the old Jivey stuff You know yeah, it's Going so fast Yeah You know Would you not do it yourself I, Would you do it I'd,
0: I'd love to do it Eventually would you, would you really Yeah but I think the time Would have to be right Because yeah. It takes a lot It does yeah, it's, it's a big like you,
1: commitment yeah. yeah you
0: start rehearsals In November And yeah. potentially are there till March mm. But then also If you get voted out Early on you know, you're like, oh God, yeah. what do we do? But obviously, my now this podcast isn't about me, but I will yeah. just branch into yeah. this for a moment. Yeah. My sister, Avin did it. She did. And any Avin and anyone else I know or have met who did it have this obsession with it. Mm. And Avin would say that herself. Yeah. She still thinks back on it as though it was just the best sure, time ever. Des
1: Carl did it. And Des Carl had an obsession. And I thought, <laughs> well, Des, what's happening to you? You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. <laughs> was, you know.
0: And, and any time I meet him, actually, he's like, how's Avian getting on? Yeah. But yeah. um, sorry, that was a mini impression. It wasn't great. <laughs> um, pretty good. <laughs> um, your no laughing matter moment, Dean.
1: My no laughing matter moment. No
0: laughing. My ma- someone yeah. says. Someone says this is no laughing matter. Mm. My mom often says that to me when she's talking to me about my accounts. Yeah.
1: They're,
0: this is low m- i I'm yeah. to have no, Don't jokes. be doing
1: your funny impressions there now. This is about VAT. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Don't mention the war. Uh,
0: you're no. You're yeah. You're no laughing matter moment.
1: Um. Well, it was, it's kind of funny thinking back at it now, but when I, when I was actually moving from RTE into Today FM, there were negotiations going on. Negotiations first of all going on about my new contract with RTE. Uh, and there was a woman there called helen shaw and she was in charge of radio and we were talking to her and she wasn't giving much leeway i was at the meantime talking to today fm i was talking to john mccolgan and people like that uh, and then i was talking to this guy called tom Steele, he was a scottish man great is the controller of programs in today fm and uh, he you know it was all set up i went in and basically told Orty, i'm leaving i'm out of here uh, and uh, thank you very much and good night. and I'm going to be going so when do I need to go I didn't need to be on air for another nine weeks or something like that uh, and they said oh we think you should go immediately I came back up to my desk and then I got a phone call from Tom Steele <laughs> to say in a Scottish scholar- can you do a Scottish accent? Scottish the deal the, the deal is oh, I can't do a Scottish the deal anyway he said the deal is off
0: oh god oh god <laughs> oh my god right and
1: so I said uh, I didn't mean the deal is off I've just told him he said, the deal is off there was a board meeting and somebody objected to it and all this kind of stuff so it was a serious kind of 24 hours where i had actually basically said stuff your job i don't want it anymore uh, uh and then the guys who i was supposed to be going to work for um who were giving me all this money and uh uh whatever they they said um uh, the deal is off and I, never I said hey, you can't do that um and Anyway, I got onto John McCoggan, who had been the, the guy in the middle of the whole thing. He was on holidays in Martha's Vineyard in uh, America, in Boston, in Massachusetts. Uh, and uh, to be fair to him, he got on a plane straight away, Stop. and he came back over and basically said, "What the fuck?" Is
0: <laughs> <going on here?" laughs> See, this is the beauty of a podcasting—you can say that. That won't be beeped out.
1: And I uh, never,
0: I never knew that that had happened.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So it was a twenty-four hours of
1: oh 24 hours and i mean then i rang Jared cuz I, I don't you know i'm sure you know the radio centre in Ortiz yeah. is a center little area that's like a little garden cuz it's the, and i went down there with my mitsubishi nt705 <laughs> big brick of a phone and i said Jared, they just called me and said the deal is off and to be fair to her she was very calm and yeah. she was very kind of okay just like what do you need to do here now and so i mean we we held it together, but 24 hours later, then uh, he said, "No, the deal is back on. It's happening." And then the posters went up. Look who we poached oh for breakfast. God, I love <laughs> that.
0: I don't think I've ever seen a better ad yeah. than that. Oh my god! And, yeah. and so that
1: so that was that was kind of no laughing matter, but it is kind of funny now. And uh, if I ever get to write a book, it'll yes. be in the book.
0: It'll be a major chapter. Yeah. But for anyone who mightn't i don't I don't know how you couldn't have heard about that time mm. um in Irish media, but for anyone who might know about that time, what kind of courage did it take to just up and go
1: um I think i was i was i wasn't forty at that stage, so i said if i if I'm still northy when i'm forty I probably won't, I'll just, that's where I'm going to be. You'll die there. So, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, And I I was always a bit of a commercial beast as well. I always liked, from doing the early shows when I was five and six or whatever, um, I always liked the idea of commercial radio. So I I liked the idea of somebody doing a job and they make money by bringing in ads and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas RT was more, um, a service it's yeah public service and you know they also make money on ads but uh, it's not that's not their priority uh, it would appear although it probably is really in the background but um so uh, so I, I i always hear like i mean to be honest with you i spoke to 98 fm mm-hmm. uh, i had a co- covert meeting with them uh, before that i spoke to century radio I have a contract at home, which uh, I didn't sign, but I was so I was on the verge a few times. Yeah. So I think and then John McColgan, his family used to be lived down the road from where I was. So we kind of knew each other already and we got on very well together and yeah. we still do and we're still friends. Uh, so it's it was one of those things that, you know, he didn't need to talk me into it as such. It was more I wanted to do it. I wanted to be part of it. It was exciting. It was new. It was. Uh, it was a kind of a. I, I wanted to get that hunger back again, you know. Mm-hmm. So and and I did. Boy, yes, they did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and twenty years on, you're still flying it. Yeah, yeah. Um. And you. You'd never look back.
1: No, never. And uh. And I mean, I did get one offer of going back, uh, on on the phone when I, I remember driving in the car and I got a phone call just to say, just we're just trying to find out, would you be interested in any way of going back, uh, and. I just said no. I said, I'm not going to waste your time. I'm not interested, Radio. so I wouldn't do that. I, I, love where, I love where I'm working. Radio's changing completely with all these podcast things oh coming on God. there. Everybody doing that. Stealing <laughs> the thunder, eating our lunch. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the
0: smartphones and the apps.
1: Oh, for God's <laughs> God sake. And your Spotify's in there.
0: Okay. The person you always laugh with, now be careful, because you have four in the family. So yeah. how are you going to
1: choose? Well, maybe it, it's not even them. Is it none, any of them? It's none of them oh no. God, this is awkward. No, <laughs> it's your dad. <laughs> is it? Is it really? It would be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, I know your dad very well. Yeah. Eugene Eugene uh, a great friend of mine, and you know, we always have a laugh together. Always, even when we're talking about serious stuff. Yeah. and it is that kind of. He's the sort of guy that you can have that laugh. Where you shouldn't be laughing, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Most of his stories are like that. You yeah, know, it's, exactly. They're so quite, it's kind a kind of moment.
1: tragic comedies, really.
0: <laughs> yes, you know. Yeah, yeah. from a funeral yeah. or from something, you know, yeah. bad.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he'd, he'd be the, the go-to person for a laugh. And, I mean, if I was, he's also one of these people. Like, I don't have that many friends, to be honest with you. Uh, and, the, you know, I'd, I have a friend called Ken Wickstone who I went to school with. And he's probably my oldest friend in that, I uh, you know, we still socialise and we go out a lot together and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but he'd be somebody that I could tell more or less anything to. Yeah. Eugene as well is somebody I could tell more or less, or I could tell absolutely anything to. Yeah. And if I was in trouble... He's the sort of person I could ring and say, "Okay, let's. Can I talk about this with you? And let's see uh, if there's if you'd have any kind of sense to add to the whole thing." So yeah. he's a great guy. Well, I mean, obviously, people are like Simon Young is another fellow that I, you know, I don't see him much. He's not he's not that well. He's not that mobile. So I ring him on the phone. He rings me. We have a chat, and he always makes me laugh. He's yeah. he's you know he's just got an amazing sense of humor, and obviously Mario Rosenstock. So yeah. I mean. I laugh a lot which, and I think it's very important you because have you I, have to pick
0: one <laughs> in you have
1: to pick one have, have to pick one now now just you know you remember where you are now you have to pick one my rule. I know. I know so I'd huge say, I'd say huge yeah. we'll give it to huge yeah. huge will get the award Yeah. well yeah,
0: he he's great for the advice as you say yeah. and kind of yeah but even and,
1: even when he's doing the advice and even like he makes a lot of sense all the time yes um, but there's always a little hint of humor yes a little wink a yeah. little whatever well the you know perfect
0: I mean? example of that yeah. you know the kind of best bit of advice he ever gave oh me. yes i love this one <laughs> and it's great we're in the right place it's a podcast we can yeah. say what we like yeah i remember once I, I can't remember what my problem was but it was something i was like dad i, I don't know i wasn't feeling good about i don't yeah. know a job yeah. or yeah. relationship <laughs> or something and i was asking him for advice and he said there are you do realise no one actually gives a fuck about you? <laughs> and I was like, Dad, how could you say that? Like, that's so mean. That's yeah. so hurtful. You're supposed to... He's like, no, just listen to, to what I mean. He was like, you do you. Yeah. You do what makes you happy. Because I guarantee you, outside of us, your family, and a few, maybe one or two close friends, no one actually yeah. gives a fuck what yeah. you're
1: doing. They don't. It's very true. Isn't it is, because it's everyone's right. too wrapped up in their yeah. own yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and then, it's interesting that you got the you got the tattoo there on your arm and everything. Hey,
0: please! <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, that'll be,
0: that'll be heart attack inducing now for poor you.
1: Um,
0: so a time where you had see so you, you, this is the trend now. You, you'll see that it is about laughter, but it's kind of different ways of looking yeah, at laughter, yeah. right? So a time where you had the last laugh.
1: Um, yeah. Well, again, I mean, like as, as I say, I, I did. I knew what I was going to be asked, right? So I, yeah. I was thinking about this, and I discussed this with my missus, the great Jared Dempsey, <laughs> and uh, <coughs> we were in Arnett's. Uh, Clodagh McKenna is not doing the kitchen anymore. It's not Clodagh's kitchen. It's just the kitchen, and it's that. Gary. I think it's is it Gary O'Hanlon. G- yes,
0: it's, it's taking yes, it over. Yeah,
1: taking it over. Very nice. Yeah. Um, she had a little, a little raisin uh, bun, and I had uh, the full fry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: Oh, that's very clever. Yeah, I thought I'd get a bit of a bit of dirt there from yeah, you, but yeah, no, no, that's great. Okay,
1: so, so you. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we, we were discussing that, and I said where I had the last laugh, and then oh, just, hang on,
0: wait, oh. I thought that was your last. No, laugh. no, no, no. That she had a miserable scope, no, and you had the full real deal. Oh no, 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 no! Oh my god! She okay, put, right. And go she on. paid
1: for it and everything, <laughs> which is great. Okay, go on. No, uh, I was asking her about it, and we decided. Uh, well, I decided that it was. Um, I, I get to interview. Quite a lot of interesting people. Mm-hmm. I've interviewed Madonna, interviewed you two, interviewed Gareth Brooks, and I interviewed uh, Bruce Springsteen. But Bruce Springsteen had this tour manager, and she was a piece of work. Oh, I should. You know, so we went to Berlin to interview Bruce, and um, she we, they, they insisted we came down the day before, so we knew the layout of the place he was doing a gig, and we needed to know where to be. So they brought us into this place. And uh, they said, okay. And she came in and she said, okay. Now, Bruce will come at one o'clock and you have to be there at uh, 12.45. And then Bruce will talk to you for... 12 minutes or something like that and whatever so uh, do not approach the artist do not do this do not do that all this kind of stuff right and she was quite nasty about it mm. and it was kind of like i've done this before i know what to do you know yeah. so uh, i i i didn't like her anyway so we went off we had dinner and then the next day we came out to do it so i was there at about about 25 to one actually i was there plenty of time uh, and i was there with my little microphone and all this because it was a radio interview uh, and she wasn't there yet so i said "Is." What, what, can't remember what her name was Is mm. uh, she there yet And uh, so It wasn't there It wasn't there So who walks in on Bruce Springsteen he says, You the guy, you the guy from Ireland doing the interview and I said, Yeah and he says, Come on, let's do it. So he picked two beers out of the fridge. Stop. Yeah. And we went out underneath an umbrella outside in the sunshine in Berlin and the two of us sat down. I started doing the interview. And just as the interview started and we started sipping on our Budweisers, a little bus came by and your woman was in it. No. And she looked out at me horrified. <laughs> I told you <laughs> It's great I when you've got it. when you've got the artist there just saying, Don't mind her, it's fine. That's great.
0: Amazing.
1: And he also gave me great advice. He's got a son actually called Evan James. I've got a son called Evan James. Yes, right. uh, so, um, But he also gave me some advice about uh, when you're bringing up kids. And that is, and it's, I think it's very good. He says, they don't do what you say, they do what you do. Bang on. Did you see the way the silence just came in there? That was beautiful.
0: <laughs> I was letting it sink in. It is true, though.
1: It is true. Totally. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um yeah they always say that even simple things like i don't know smoking yeah don't smoke if you don't want your kids to smoke yeah exactly they'll they, they just turn around to you and be like
1: well you did yeah. it yeah exactly there yeah. you
0: go i love that so yourself and brucey had no yeah L- we had a great
1: yeah. and a great great chat it was too and uh i don't think your man has got over it <laughs> since.
0: <laughs> you'll meet again mm. um if laughter wasn't the best medicine Ian, what would be in your mind
1: um well, there are a few things mm-hmm. that are therapeutic. One of them, actually, the one—the one that I think is—if—if—if if, if you couldn't have a laugh, uh, f- a, a flight. I think I, I think that a flight is a real reboot. Yeah. That once you kind of go through, you know, with your boarding pass and all that kind of business, you get onto a flight, and once the the, the wheels take off from the the tarmac, you kind of forget everything. Totally. You disconnect and you say, "Okay, right." And you truly
0: is, disconnect. Yeah, that is very yeah, true, actually, because yeah. it's it's kind of the the one of very few places where you're not allowed to be on your phone you're not allowed yeah exactly you know what i mean well,
1: so they're starting to do that i yeah. yeah, mean but you're it no, no no but no but even <laughs> even just the, the psychological thing of yes. you're leaving all of those things behind you yeah. whether it be a mortgage or a, a letter you got from somebody or totally uh, whatever you know that you can sort of say we can get back to that later but for yeah. the moment the, there's a bit of clear clearness
0: Yes, I actually was, uh, was was over in London recently and on the flight home, there was no Wi-Fi on it mm. and it's maybe 50 minutes. And I took out a pen and piece of paper and started coming up with just plans for the, the new year. Mm. And I came up with about six different things that I would never, you know, if I was at home. Because even, even if you have your phone in the next room, even just knowing it's there and then you can go to it any any given moment, yeah. you, you know, you can't fully switch your mind off. But yeah, I think I like that. I like, yeah, right. it's
1: good. Um, I also like cooking. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, are you still? You're still at to cooking. You are. Well, well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Describe, we do a thing called Tasty Tuesday because uh, Jer works in the gallery on <laughs> uh, as a volunteer. A volunteer. Uh, Ashling was in college, so she's. Uh, She's not there. I better mention Shane because he isn't. He, he's yeah, my, my is. other, so my eldest. Totally, you know? yeah, look at, uh, give him a shout guy, out. Lovely guy. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he's not there anymore. He's he's living somewhere else yeah. in uh, in Dublin, mm. uh, and uh, so uh, the uh so so I, I did the cooking on tuesdays they used, okay. to, they used to call it tasty tuesday i don't know whether they're being kind to me or just whatever <laughs> but uh so but i find that quite therapeutic and sort of you know finding a recipe and uh doing it exactly by the recipe I think, oh do you I think, okay now I'm, i you know i know these days you can't be kind of saying oh men do this and women do this but i think men are more mechanical about it okay i think if they see a recipe they say, right, this is exactly what I have to put in. You yes. chop them up exactly as as they say. Whereas I think women are more creative, maybe more, uh, they say, oh, we won't put that in. We'd stick this in instead or whatever, you know what
0: I mean? This is going to be a headline now, Ian. Yeah. Someone's going to listen to this podcast yeah, yeah, and be like, yeah, Ian Dempsey yeah, yeah. challenges gender norms. Well, actually, actually,
1: I'm, I'm being positive about them in a way. I'm actually saying they're yes. more creative than men. Dead right. That men just can only stick to scripts. And, you know, <laughs> they, they can't go By off the, the book. script. Yeah, exactly.
0: And what would be your go-to tasty Tuesday meal or do you change um, it up every Tuesday
1: I, change, I try and change it up every Tuesday what's um, your favourite um,
0: fish you like fish don't you
1: I like fish yeah but um, I, I uh, not everybody likes, likes no. fish so you know you have kind of go, have to go down and I mean you've got your chicken and you've got your beef and I mean it's, it's nearly always one of those isn't yeah. it you know pity it should be veal is very hard to get I think there's some I tried a Wiener schnitzel like they had in Austria and we did it in Portugal actually it was absolutely beautiful really spot on that was one of my best ones okay I've done a Donald Trump meatloaf uh, why is it
0: called that
1: uh, because it was created by the beverly hills hotel in beverly hills california and i looked it up and i actually tasted it when i was over there at one stage uh so i made it and uh, there's a lot of tomato ketchup in it actually yeah. oh wow mm, yeah ashling likes the uh chicken my chicken caesar uh, caesar salad with chicken oh, wow. and uh, it's very nice yeah um and, and do um, you make
0: your caesar sauce from scratch
1: What's with all the difficult questions? <laughs> 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 oh, my God.
0: No, because apparently there's, um, is it anchovies? Yeah, anchovies, yeah. 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 Because <laughs> Alva, my sister Alva, hates fish. Right. Always has. Yeah. So my ma- my family, uh, as you know, have Gary's Seafoods down yeah. in Clare. And um, my Uncle Donnie used to be um, filleting the fish up the back. And so the smell would be everywhere. So Alva used to associate Clare with the smell of fish <laughs> so mom and dad used to be like we're going to Nan and Grandas this weekend she'd be like I don't like fish Aww, from when she was like three oh God, but she sorry my point is she uh, loved Caesar salad her whole life and then loved it loved she the sauce it, yeah. and then as soon as she heard there was anchovies in it, she wouldn't eat it anymore
1: uh,
0: you know what I mean it's, all, it's a psychological thing
1: so if you made it from scratch though, without the anchovies yeah, which, would, is, if, which would be fine Yeah. and there are substitutes right? Um, and I'm a bit the same with tuna for some reason um, oh, yeah. I could eat any fish but tuna is something that turns my stomach. Really? And there was a salad niçoise in Rowley's Bistro. Right. And I didn't realize that there was tuna in that. No. But I tasted it. So it's not as if it's a snobbish thing or it's not as if I'm just kind of being, no. having a figari or whatever. I actually tasted it and said, oh, God. And, I, and my stomach started turning, Oh God, right. which is awful. And nothing because Roly's, of course, is a fine establishment. So I don't want <laughs> <laughs> be getting more, more publicity out of that. But, uh, Any
0: anyway. other medicines?
1: any other medicines
0: yeah laughter is the best if, the, if laughter wasn't oh, the um, best or no is it your, it's your cooking and flights
1: cooking and flights I like sometimes to go for an L drive as well I think okay. that c- clears the head in your arena uh, yeah in my yeah. shout out <laughs> shout out <laughs> yeah
0: uh, and where would you go
1: uh, anywhere doesn't matter no just go it's outside no, just... No, I, I, well, I'm a north-sider, so... Yeah, I know, know, but would I you venture I, over? No, I get lost on the <laughs> south side. Yeah, I don't know where anywhere anywhere is on the south side. But, um, no, but sometimes you just kind of just go for a bit of an L drive and uh, and then come back and you, you feel a bit better about whatever. Yeah. I don't I don't need to do that very often, no, to be honest. Just no, just
0: every now and then. I'm okay. Clear the head. I'm okay. Ah, yeah. <laughs> okay, a quick fire round. I yes. don't have too many questions. Right. It's just a few. Okay, in terms of laughter... Yeah. Something... You, there's the hustle and bustle of the city um, that you'd always laugh at, laugh at the movie you always laugh at
1: uh, Birdcage oh tell me about that Birdcage is based on a French play or maybe film called Le Cage aux Folles uh, Robin Williams is in it and uh, Gene Hackman is in it and it's Gene
0: Hackman who's that again
1: Gene Hackman he's uh, an actor
0: <laughs> oh very good <laughs> no but he, what else is he
1: in gene hackman he's been in a lot of things Has he? okay, oh, right. he's, he's a bit of a ledge like you know, okay right yeah. i'm writing
0: that down yeah so birdcage
1: yeah a uh, birdcage and it's it's about these two guys who are gay mm. and they're living with each other and they are totally camp and their whole life is camp and everything in their house is camp uh, and the uh, the parents are coming to visit so they have to be, pretend to be straight
0: Oh, right. and oh it's a, wow, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's,
1: it's just hilarious. It's laugh out loud funny, <laughs> and I would highly recommend it to anybody, Birdcage. Now, I, I've actually got quite, like, musically yes. and film-wise, I've got quite a gay sort of uh, uh, taste, I think, okay. in all this. So I don't know what that says about me, but...
0: <laughs> it says nothing. It's it says nothing. 2019-y, it's, anything goes. I know goes. Is, yeah, but I'm just...
1: <laughs> Um, but I do, I do appreciate. I think that that's a great film. Okay,
0: yeah. the actor or actress that you always laugh at.
1: Uh, I always laugh at. Uh, well, Jennifer Aniston, I just think is. Do uh, you? Is great, yeah, and I, yeah, I've always liked her a lot. And I, well, I like Phoebe uh, Buffet. What's who? Um, uh, what's her name again? Oh, oh now here we go. Oh, like now, let's, let's let's remember this right. without Google, okay? Okay, okay.
0: Phoebe Buffet.
1: Phoebe Buffet is played by. <sighs> <sighs> <sighs>
0: it's not it's not there I have Courtney Cox I have Jennifer Aniston I have Matthew Perry I have all of the other ones bar her
1: David Schwimmer David Schwimmer
0: um, um, Matt LeBlanc
1: Matt LeBlanc and and this is good I like this this is good Uh, oh god uh, what is her name she's great does it begin with M M no Hi, let's go through the alphabet A no B C you know what this could G, be a good
0: thing if, e, if someone's listening to the podcast yeah. they can tweet it yeah you know tweet me with yeah. the answer is that alright are you yeah. still thinking
1: yeah yeah e, hang on i am got to get this F you can uh, you can edit this out F <laughs> okay. G H I J K L Lisa Lisa Quindrow <laughs> 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 yes oh
0: my god I we get that amazing <laughs> <laughs> that's staying in yeah. okay okay um in the book you always laugh at
1: the book i always laugh at I, I'm not, or
0: even the author
1: i'm not a great reader um yeah, let me, me see either. uh well i mean i like all the roddy doyle stuff yeah. and uh i do are oh, you not a great reader no, i thought you would be a fantastic reader awful no. reader. but you probably read a lot of stuff on screens and you probably read a lot of New stuff and no,
0: not really. No. Like I, I listen to stuff. I listen to lots of podcasts, yeah. audio books, and stuff yeah. like that. But to sit down and actually read them, not great. Right? Okay. Um, so, Roddy Doyle. Yeah,
1: Roddy Doyle. I like all the Roddy Doyle stuff. I, mean, I, I, I did, like, the commitments in one sitting. I know it's not a huge book, but, I mean, when it came out first, and, and I just loved every second of it, and the snapper. And the, uh, and then I went down to the kind of the, the more serious ones that he brought out as well. Uh, and uh, I really enjoy the way he writes. And I love reading sometimes the old uh, Brendan Bean stuff. Yes. And just his sense of humor and uh, his sense of sarcasm and... All that business, um, they they would make me laugh. And I mean, I love. I also uh, like uh, Alan Partridge. We need to talk about Alan, which was a kind of an Alan Partridge autobiography, um, and uh, that's that's amazing. And he goes through his whole life, and it's all made up, obviously. You but meet, I mean, you met I met Steve, Steve the other yes. day. Yeah, how did that go? I was very impressed by him. Yeah, it was great. And
0: John uh, C. Riley is same.
1: John C. Riley. Yeah, the pair of them, and so they're doing the Stan and all you think at the moment. Yeah. And uh, it's really good. Very um,
0: nice the comedian, the stand-up person you always laugh at or do you like stand-up?
1: I do, yeah. Um, uh, Well, I mean... I like I mean I, I was watching Daryl Breen last night actually I think he's very good and very cerebral um, <laughs> and Jason Byrne I think Jason Byrne is, is yes. really good but I think that the supremo is Tommy yes. and uh, I love having having conversations with Tommy Tiernan and I love watching him and you never know where it's going to go but you know it's going to be slightly dangerous but he's got it kind of worked out as well yeah. and he knows
0: it's those but, eyes he just yeah, gets away yeah, with yeah. it yeah. facial expression.
1: and I mean Ricky Gervais I think is, uh, is a genius mm-hmm. um, and um he's, his his stand up is is pretty good as well
0: um. And finally,
1: and actually with Zig and Zag, actually just on stand-ups. Yes. When I used to work with Zig and Zag back in the day, we brought this family to, uh, with Kellogg's, we brought this family, there's a lot of brands being named Uh, in this. Name drops. (laughs) Between fish suppliers (laughs) and car manufacturers. And bashing (laughs) rollies. Rollies. But uh, we went to, we went with Kellogg's, we went to uh, LA and we brought this family with us and myself and the, uh, and Zig and Zag, I don't Want to get i don't want to ruin the illusion nope. um they we were big into comedy and stand up and, and we heard about this guy called Andrew Dice Clay mm-hmm. who was like x-rated um as a comedian yeah. but he, he was just so direct and you just wouldn't get away with what he was doing uh, nowadays but anyway we wanted to go and see him so we went there but we <laughs> Kellogg's organized to bring we all went so no. the family the prize winners <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, and the poor old family had to be taken out of the place. Oh like
0: <laughs> it's like when you go to, when you sit down to watch something with your mom and dad, and exactly. you're like, "This is going to be deadly." Yeah. And you're like, "Oh God, I, I'll go make the tea." <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, Ian. Finally, to yes. wrap it up, hmm. um, your best or worst joke.
1: Um. Well, a favourite joke that I have, and it's kind of it's again, it's a it's a bit kind of um. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, uh, (laughs) this 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 guy's away for the weekend, and uh, he's uh, he's. No, I've ruined it. This fellas at a disco, and he meets this girl, right? Yeah. And they're in a hotel, and they start dancing with each other. And uh, the girl, the girl says, uh, she says, "Where are you from?" She says, "I'm from New York." He says, "Oh, great." He says, "Uh, um, "You're a great dancer." And uh, he said, uh, "I'm shit at telling jokes. I (laughs) really." It. No, anyway, I'll tell you the punchline. You can work it out. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. She's, she, uh, it, it ends with them saying something about, I'm only here for the weekend. And he says, I'm dancing as fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I always find that quite funny.
0: That is fantastic. That's all you need. That's brilliant indeed. Well <laughs> delivered in the end.
1: Darren, thank you very much.
0: Ian, thank you so much. It's been thank an you. absolute pleasure to have and you.
1: This and it's the best of luck.
0: Thank you for listening to The Laughs of Your Life. I hope you enjoyed it. If there's anyone you'd like to hear from, get in touch. Tweet me at Theron Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, and all those other things. This podcast is recorded in collaborative studios.
1: Are we going to do the laughter yoga?
0: Oh, God, will we give it a go? Yeah. Okay, so what, we just start laughing? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'd say if we, all, if we breathe in... Right. then laugh out (laughs) no actually you need to do it the other way you need to let all the air out I went to all the air is out then start laughing okay (laughs) 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 it works doesn't it